All right. <clears throat> this week we're discussing school shootings. Some of these topics we discuss may be triggering. In that case, yeah. you might want to skip this episode. If you want to skip this episode and you haven't watched the other ones, just go watch those. They're funny and more lighthearted than this one's going to be. We have more of a serious episode today, right, yeah. Tajay? Yeah. We've been putting this off for a while, but... Yeah, we were supposed to do it last like, week. Yeah, and we were talking about doing it like one of the first episodes, but we were like, yeah. that's... Uh, straight yeah. out of the gate? That's a little too harsh. But it's important. We need to talk about it. But first, uh, Tajay, how was your day? My day was glorious. Um, Did you do anything? Besides go to work, not really. I also have been watching All American... Uh, kudos oh yeah, to, I started to kudos to your brother for getting us into it. Yeah, my brother uh, mentioned it for like I don't know two Ever. weeks or something. We were both we were both like nah nah. We were like Tiger King's right side. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> but then, no, yeah. but it's actually pretty good. It surprised me. Yeah, it's really good. It takes on some good topics. Yeah, I think the last time I watched like a high school show, like a school about high schoolers, that like strictly like high school. I think it was like in middle school. Really. So it's weird to see, like, a high school show, because then it's, like, mm. looking at yourself. That's interesting. I just finished All My Block, so I'm kind of, like, it's weird, because, like, All My Block and All American both take place in, like, California, like, L.A. kind of area. So, like, all the, like, topics are kind of the same, but it's just, like, the two shows are very different. Like, All My Block is more comedy, and All American's mm. very, very serious all the time like I don't, I don't think I've ever like laughed watching the show <laughs> like when I yeah, think I guess about so. it yeah yeah it does take on some heavier issues yeah um so yeah all American pretty good yeah good show good show highly recommend yep have you seen this whole like um like the mug shot thing oh my god that was so stupid we can have a whole episode about it and about how good it's just like I insensitive post, it's so insensitive it's only like white people doing it who don't have to deal with like the fear of like being arrested out of nowhere and actually being in jail and getting your mug shot for no reason you know what i mean like it's the mm-hmm. privilege of not having to worry about actually getting a mug shot that's making people do it and it's just really insensitive and i did not understand it and i posted about it on my story and people were sliding up and they were all like um there were like half people were all like no but it's just this it's just like it's just I mean, a I challenge was, yeah there's still like it's still bad when it was just like mug shots because mm-hmm. like i don't know why that's being glorified but yeah. i think it really crossed the line when it was like people were putting on makeup to look like they got like punched bruises yeah like i saw on twitter it was triggering a lot of people mm-hmm. and they were all like no, but, like, this isn't what it is. Like, it's this and this and that. It's, like, but it's still, like, if it's still triggering people, then you should just stop. Like, it's not. Yeah. You shouldn't glorify, like, being abused or being arrested for, like, and there was, like, a lot of people who were doing captions that were, like, of, like arrested for killing my husband after he cheated husband, on me. Husband, yeah, yeah, I saw And I'm, that. like, that's not funny. That's, like, <laughs> like, why is that a challenge that you guys want to do? Yeah. And I think even though, like, people are, like, um, they don't understand why it's, like, why it's crossing a line but other people are telling them that it's triggering them that should be like enough to yeah. stop but it's not it's not enough people have the privilege to not understand why it's crossing the line yeah they're <laughs> saying like they're saying like uh, these celebrities can be canceled for it but yeah. honestly cancel culture is so stupid because yeah. like 
nothing ever happens from that. Yeah, no, they for five seconds people like like I know like the James Charles thing that happened a few years ago like was really big and he lost a lot of subscribers, but then it just bounced back. Like it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make just, a difference. And that just gives them plebis- free publicity. Publicity. No publicity <laughs> free is bad publicity. publicity. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like their mentality. Yeah. That any publicity would be Good. beneficial. Yeah. And I think that's a problem with cancel culture is that since it moves so fast, you're already on to like Kanye being canceled when it's still like James Charles did this bad thing. Yeah. The Kanye thing I agree with though. He's a horrible person. <laughs> was it the thing he put about for Taylor Swift? Did to Taylor Swift? Yeah, he's a horrible person yeah. for that. Like he ruined her life, her like entire, almost ruined her career. And, like so many people hated her. Like I like Taylor Swift's music, and I always like I was like, okay, yeah, I still like her music, whatever. I don't care about this whole beef that's going on in Hollywood. But it just sucked because so many people were like, she did this and she did that, and like f her and this and this and that. And then when everyone realized that it wasn't her and it was Kanye who was being dis- like deceitful, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, like why would you? It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> sure if I have like all straight so basically what happened was like kanye was gonna release a song where he was like talking about taylor swift right yeah and then taylor swift said that she didn't have that she didn't talk to him about it well what happened was he called her and said i'm gonna release this like i have a lyric that i'm gonna sing about you and he told her a a different lyric than the one he actually put in a song and she was like the lyric that he told her was like she was like oh yeah that's funny that's fine it's whatever but then he put a different lyric in and she was like i never said i was fine with that one i said i was fine with a different one and then him and kim released like a clip of him on the phone with her making it seem like she said it was okay but then was trying to start stuff by yeah, saying it I wasn't. remember seeing that thing about and, the, com- the yeah. video of the phone conversation. Yeah, and then it got leaked that they actually edited it, and she never approved of him saying that about her in his song, and it just spurred on from there. Yeah, it's like the whole mob mentality thing. Yeah, like because he has just such a big fan base that he can just mm-hmm. throw that on yeah. anyone, and it like ruins their. Yeah, it just ruins it. Another disclaimer, really, if you don't, if this is triggering to you or if it's going to affect you, then please skip this episode. And the next one will be funny, I promise. Yeah, it will be funny. Okay, so what should we get into? Well, I saw this statistic the other day, and I think it was just, it just made me like, almost think like a double take. It was like, last month was the first March in 18 years without a school shooting in the United States. It's crazy. Which, like, took a pandemic because, like, schools are closed for half of March. Yeah. So I think that's just, like, sad. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I saw that on Twitter or something. But that's crazy, like, 18 whole years without. Yeah, that's so long. And I think something people always say is that we're, like, the first generation that's had to grow up with this. Yeah. Because, like, Columbine was in 19... 19- um... 99, I think. Was it in 99? Yeah, I think it was. I remember, like, in elementary school. What were we going to say? Yeah, I was going to say elementary school. Yeah, like, in middle school, we had to do, like, um, what are they called? What did they call them? I don't know what kind the of The lockdown drill. Lockdown drills, yeah. And I remember, like, in, in elementary school, I didn't really know what they were for that much. I just knew that we were, like, hiding for some reason. And I was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's whatever. 
And I remember in elementary school, we took it really, really seriously. And like, it's everyone was quiet. Everyone did exactly what the teacher asked. Um, and as I grew older, it was like, it got more and more like brushed off to the side and people would just talk and be on their phones. And like, even like some of the teachers would just be like, yeah, it's whatever. It's just a drill. But as the years go on, these drills, like people get more relaxed about the drills, but there are more and more shootings happening. And it's just like, it's just weird. I think, yeah, it was, people have gotten looser since we've been in, since we got in like going from elementary school to high school. But then more recently, since there's been like Parkland and we had a lockdown, like a real lockdown at our school, like I think people are taking it a little more seriously now. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say like in elementary school, I remember I didn't even know that it was like a new thing to do lockdown drills. Yeah, I thought that people just always did them. Yeah, like I remember talking to my parents and they're like, it would have been like a relatively new thing. And I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. 20... 12 was sandy hook i think because i was like right in the middle of when i was in elementary school Mm. and that was when they started taking like more serious precautions like i remember they installed like double doors at the front of the school and lockdown drills were like a little more serious yeah did your teachers Uh, do that thing where they put like the rubber band with like the sticky note on the door what do you mean like they'd hold the they'd lock the door but then they like on normal school hours they'd lock the door and then they put like a rubber band and a piece of paper around like each side of the door handle so the, it would keep the lock from like locking so that they could like quickly take it off and they would have to use their key to turn it no they just yeah, they did that locked. yeah they did that for a couple years after sandy hook but then now they just keep them locked yeah like it's so weird just just in the four years i've been in high school like my freshman year no one locked their doors like none of the teachers locked their doors and then i don't remember which one it was which one was it um, it was parkland, parkland yeah parkland had two years ago like, all the teachers started locking their doors like it's yeah. a thing for every teacher to have their door locked. and when a teacher doesn't have their door locked it's so funny to see like kids will knock on the door anyways and be like ha 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 if the door is open ha ha, ha you yeah it was open. it's true it's like it's like funny it, i don't know it's just weird yeah because that's what's normal now I've noticed that too, like almost every teacher has their door locked and you have to like knock to get in and mm-hmm. that's just like not something that our parents had to do. And another thing is like when you hear a fire alarm, it's almost, it was weird because we had a fire alarm go off, um, I think a month before this whole Corona thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, everyone was like, what do we do? Like people like peeked out the window and like made sure no one was in the hallway. It's like a different. Yeah. Like, people don't immediately think fire. They think, like, oh, someone, there might be a school shooter. Yeah. So, I I made a comment, and I was like, I feel like Park, like, the Parkland shooting was one of the really monumental shifts in how our generation, like, Gen Z, interacted with, like, politics and, like, what's going on in the world. Because, like, I, I don't know. It's just, we realize that a lot of, all these adults that are in office, they're not in school anymore. So they're not really worried about it unless they're like worried about, oh, my kids, like if they're in the school and it's not going to all like Parkland was in 2018, right? Yeah. And Sandy Oak was in 1999. And in those years, there have been so many shootings and there's been no change in like policy or regulation of guns. Yeah, I think also it's just parents don't, not parents, lawmakers and just people who are in charge, there weren't like school shootings they didn't have to do, most of them aren't that that young, so they didn't have to do like the 
lockdown drills and we've had a couple like I had one in elementary school I think but that was like an actual lockdown and then I think at high school we had one which was like a couple months ago so we can talk about that later yeah. but I don't think they know like the, what the fear is like yeah they just don't understand so it's gotten our generation way more active and as sad as it is I'm kind of I'm not happy that it's hap- that's the way it happened for our generation to get more active in our country's politics but I'm happy that it has because we just we're more aware of what's going on and it's like not even just school shootings like we're just more aware of everything going on yeah it's definitely opened a lot more like doors for young people I think. yeah because a lot of people they're just not gonna like speak about this and then turn their back on everything else we're like no we might as well just keep on with the keeping on mm-hmm. yeah yeah so for the walkout did you walk out with that uh two no. years ago no. i didn't walk out either i was in class it just felt like while the movement like what you saw on tv were like these well-spoken um planned out like rallies it just felt like at our school it was just like recess yeah a lot of people the reason I didn't go because a lot of people were just like I want to get out of class so I'm going to the walkout yeah and then that just became like the not like the (laughs) stigma because like teachers were told that they can't stop kids but then they would just be like oh well like they heard one kid say they're just doing it to like get out of his class so Mm -hmm. that became like everyone got labeled like that yeah but it did turn that what were you saying? I didn't want to be like, that's not why I would walk out. So I didn't want to, yeah. I don't think our rally was like for that reason. So yeah, that's why no. I yeah, like that's what I was saying. Like it just turned into like chaos. Cause wasn't there like another group of people that went, that was like pro gun rights or whatever. Yeah. So there was, there was three rallies. Uh, the first one was a Rachel's challenge rally, which we'll talk about Rachel's challenge later. That one's like, that one that was one... like run by the school. Yeah, that one was sponsored by the school, and they said that they could. So that was an hour before the actual, like, um, March for Our Lives one was. Mm-hmm. And the March for Our Lives one happened at the same time as this pro-gun rally happened at our school. So then these two groups were, like, clashing, like, in front yeah. of the school. Yeah, it was bad. Like, Which is remember, crazy. Yeah, I remember getting out of class and going to lunch, and I saw, like, Snapchat and, like, people like not like throwing fun. stuff at each yeah, other throwing stuff at each other and i was like this is like i'm like i'm happy i didn't go because if that was is what yeah. was more than like i don't want to be there and stand for that yeah it just it definitely just seemed like um i think they mostly kept it under control but it just seemed like it was like um it could have gotten out of control yeah um and that's where we get to the lockdown that happened at our school. Yeah, that happened was January, it? I think. January. Or December, December. Yeah, it was in December. I found a snap I found a text to my parents <laughs> through December. Yeah. It was in December. December twelfth. But it lasted. And so we all went into like this room. But the room had like a huge window. Yeah, the room we ran out of giant window and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, we were literally like all like, in front of it, so okay. <laughs> like that was bad at first. Yeah. And then, and then they said it like wasn't a drill, so everyone mm-hmm. was like a little bit on edge. So what had happened was someone thought they saw two people thought they saw a gun in another kid's bag, so then they locked the whole campus down. Yeah, and then 
the whole thing with people kept saying they heard gunshots. Yeah, people started saying that they heard gunshots. So that caused, like, more panic. Which and I, I didn't have my phone. Yeah. Where was your phone? I left it in the, the practice room. Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I didn't even think. But I had my watch, so I was trying to, like, text from my watch. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't too far to, like, get the, the reception. And I, Also, this was less than a year. I don't know. Yeah, it was a little over a year after Parkland, so it yeah. was still fresh on our minds. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it turned out not to be anything, but we did stay in there for a really long time because the police left the school. It's only like an hour. Yeah. I mean, that's still pretty long. That's pretty, yeah. And everyone was like pretty spooked after. A lot of people's parents came and picked them up. Yeah. A lot of people's parents came and picked them up. But I think that was the first time that we had like an actual like scare. Oh, you weren't there. My freshman year, there was like, it wasn't like a school shooter scare, but it was still like, there was like a gunman. Like close to the school, like I think like the wagon bag next to our school got robbed. Hmm. So then we got put into a lockdown for a little while and they were afraid that he would come over to the school. So that's why we got put into a lockdown, obviously. Yeah. So that was another thing. But that was like a oh whatever, there's just a robbery that happens. We're fine. It's just like precaution yeah. lockdowns. But this was like actually in this the was school. The first one where it's like, yeah, there's potentially someone in the school. And then after no one could focus. Everyone's yeah. pretty everyone's Nobody pretty straight. Like, I'm pretty sure I had multiple teachers that were just like, we're just going to, like, have a free day. Yeah. I think they even had, like, um, if you wanted, you could go talk to, like, a counselor. Yeah. Did they? Which makes sense, because I think they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember freshman year, I heard, so I was in Spanish, but we were doing, we were recording, so we were, uh, I was trying to find the recording, I couldn't find it, because I wanted to, to show it, but we were recording for, like, a little Spanish, like, mock TV show we had to make. So we were out in the hallway, and someone, I guess, was, like, trying to be funny. So down the hall, they, like, wiggled the doorknob, like, super fast. Or the, yeah, the doorknob. And it sounded like a gunshot. And I remember everyone, like, my whole group was, like, spooked. Mm. And we were like, did you think that? And you're like, yeah, did you think that? Yeah, and we were like, oh, my gosh. That was, I remember that was a week after Parkland, so. A lot of these, like, I'm on Wikipedia, like, looking at a bunch of them. And a bunch of them are just, like recklessness like letting their six-year-old kid get a hold of their gun yeah that oh that happened at my elementary school someone really? some kid brought like a, yeah some kid brought a like a i think it was a bb not a bb gun one of his dad's guns i know that it's crazy um of course he wasn't gonna shoot it he just brought it for like show <laughs> for and tell show. so that first walkout we talked <laughs> about the one that was like school the school knew about it was rachel's challenge that tripped me up I hated that yeah, video. I didn't like it too much either. Like at first I was like at first I was like, okay, this is this is cool. It's just about her story, but then it just started getting like weird. <laughs> yeah, so basically Rachel's challenge is um so the person that this is was made for or in memory of was Rachel and she was the first um person to die at uh Columbine High School, the Columbine High School shooting. And this is her parents like um I guess, like, they did it to remember her and to spread awareness about about gun violence mm-hmm. and bullying and mental health. So it started, It was a really good message, and it started off with just saying, like, what had happened. And then they just talked about her life and how she was, like, a good person. But then they started getting into, like... Like, weird psychic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, psychic and, like... like you want to talk re- about it a little bit? I don't remember exactly what was saying, because I feel like my mind, like, if ra- like evacuated it from my brain but i i like vaguely remember it saying like 
something about her like predicting kind of that she would die yeah that, like, I, yeah I, I vividly remember that her message would be sent on through like something i don't remember exactly but it was just so like so the, the school brought these people in it was during the school day and yeah so it started off it started off good but then it got to like this part and i vividly remember it was like a switch and it was like they started talking about her like predicting her death and they had like a poem about it or something yeah like she wrote a poem and she was like what didn't it literally say like i'm gonna die or something like yeah. that yeah and then the the bullet that killed her went through the through her backpack and through the book yeah so there was like a bullet hole in the book so i think it was like a good message but i don't think they need all that like they needed to do all that like weird fluff. like spiritual stuff yeah like it was moving enough but then yeah. once they did that it was just like a weird yeah a it weird. threw me it threw me off completely from the story like at first oh i'm not gonna play that at first i was like all for it and i was like yeah this is a good message like it, it bring awareness but that just threw me off completely and I, I feel like a lot of people after that just took it as a joke yeah like conspiracy theories and like high schoolers do not like match <laughs> I mean, it's flat out for me. Just tore the meaning away from it, and I was just did, like, yeah. I was straight up like, this is stupid. Like I remember, we weren't we weren't sitting together. I I imagine would have yeah, we were sitting together. We were sitting across from each other. Yeah, like across the whole gym, and I remember we like because it was Tajay was sitting with some friends that I knew, and I was sitting with some friends that that we like all knew. Yeah. But somehow we got like separated, and I remember like when they started talking about crazy stuff, like we all looked at each other. <laughs> we were, yeah, I looked over and I was like, "This is." Yeah, all of us were like looking at each other, like, "What is happening?" Yeah, and then all the stuff out of nowhere. They were like, "We went to yeah. the shrink to like figure out what this meant in her diary and this and this and that," and I was like, "What is going on?" And then it also came out later that the school paid like I think a thousand dollars, or it was like a lot of money to book these people so on top yeah, of that and i'm like, like if they really want to share their story wouldn't they do it for charity i don't know yeah it's whatever um, but then from this um the group that put this event on they like came back and they started a club right like rachel friends of rachel i think yeah and then that club was the one that put on the, the walkout that day that happened yeah. before the other two walkouts yeah So in fourth grade, or no, third grade, it was in third grade, um, I really like to eat those, like, Fiber One bars. Do you remember those? <laughs> Why are you, like, 10-year-old eating Fiber One bars? I just liked how they tasted. Like, they were, like, they were, like one of those the health texture. bars. <laughs> yeah. They were, like, one of those health bars that, I don't know, it's supposed to make you, like, make you, like, poop better or something. Yeah. But, but I don't think it makes you fart. Let's Google it. I'm looking it up. Does fiber make you fart? Unfortunately, when you start to include more fiber-rich foods in your diet, you may start to notice an undesirable side effect: excessive gas. So yes, Nicholas, fiber oh, does no. make you fart. <laughs> okay, so, so what here's happened? what happened. So we had a lockdown. Wait, drill. how does this relate to school? Sh- oh, okay, there we go. Okay, uh, yeah, go. there we go. <laughs> so we had a lockdown drill, and um, in third grade, I was in like a portable classroom. Like, it was one of those that wasn't actually attached to the building. So, it was, like, extra small. And we didn't know that, like... So, they had to call us because it wasn't hooked up to, like, the PA system in the school. So, they called yeah. us and told us that they were doing a drill. So, we all went in there. But then they didn't call us to tell us that it was over. So, we were all just, like, chilling there for, like, 30 minutes. And, mm-hmm. like, a couple minutes in, someone was like, dang, who farted? <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, I swear, I didn't fart. <laughs> but then someone's like, 
oh, it was Nicholas. Like, he ate a fiber one bar. And I was like, no, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, whatever. Like, <laughs> no, but, like, um, so it was just like, kind of like a joke, like, throughout that year. Was, and it was, like, funny. It was funny. It was pretty funny. Everyone always laughs whenever it happened. In sixth grade, I had this class. And I had one of the girls that was in that class. And we were uh-huh. sitting there. And I think we are doing, what is science in? It's just science. Grade. It's, really just, it's science. just science. It's like, I don't know, like a periodic table maybe. And I remember she was like paired up in my group with me. And then she was like, I have something to say to you. And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm the one who farted in third grade. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I knew it wasn't me. I knew it wasn't me. Like I knew it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually forgot about it for a while, but after researching for this, I totally remembered it, and I was like, <laughs> I have to tell this story. <laughs> All right, we promised to have a a happy episode next a more week. More lighthearted episode. What's more lighthearted? Yeah. Schedule for next week. No, but it's good. It was good. To... Next week, next week we're talking about nostalgia. Oh yeah. And we're gonna have some guests on for that. Yeah, should be fun. Remember, you can send us a message to the email in the description or send us a voice message through Anchor at anchor.fm slash minorproblems. And also follow us on Instagram at minor.pod and Twitter at minor underscore pod for some highlights and cool stuff. And if you like the pod, share with a friend. Share with a friend.